Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.
You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs. Hello and welcome to Lux Life Discovered. I'm Rick Steiner, the host, and I'm with Steiner Event Group, and this is my co-host Shannon Richmond, who is with the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. And our guest today is Bethania Beret Harrison from KJNB, the local Fox CBS affiliate in Jonesboro, Arkansas. So welcome, Bethania. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, and we had a little, let everybody know, we had a little issue here before we started. So we kind of broke the ice. So everybody should be past the nerves by now. So we're ready to roll. But um, but Shannon was very impressed with the video that you did. The, oh, this yeah. is home segment for my bridal show. And that's <laughs> when I first met Bethania. And she is just a ball of energy. That was yeah. so good. I, oh, said, so I said, did you pay her to make that for you? And he said, no, she just came and did that. And I was like, oh, my word. Yeah. That, is the, that was fantastic. You did a great job showcasing Rick's show. Yeah. And then really they good. came and, you know, did the video, too. Because the first segment, I was talking, she has a little segment called This Is Home. Okay. And um, she interviewed me about the bridal show. And then she and, and one of her coworkers came to the bridal show, who's actually engaged to get married. Oh. And um, then put that piece together that you're talking about. That and was it was so, fabulous. Yes. It was so yes. good. He needs to use that everywhere for all your shows. Right, right. Yeah. We just need to bring Bethania with me. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because I wanted to show up to the bridal show, but I mean, obviously, I'm not planning a wedding. So it was perfect that one of our news anchors, she was she's engaged. So I was like, Sarah, you have to come and I'm just going to video you and do a story about you at the bridal show. So it was perfect. Oh, well, it really was. Yeah, it was. And then the vendors. Oh, my gosh. I've had such great feedback from them because they loved you, I mean, there was not anybody that you left out. It was every vendor that was there, and that was perfect. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was hoping I didn't leave anyone out. No. So. so tell me about the This Is Home segment, how that originated, because that's really a clever. And she also had me sing on it, which what? yes, yes, that it, got cut. I hope no, it was on at the end of that. <laughs> it was the best part, honestly. Right, right. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so the This Is Home. So there's a little, you know, it's like a tag, um, like a theme song, I guess, for it. Um, we have it, we play it, It's it plays during our commercials. And so we're kind of trying to make it a thing. And so then I have every guest of mine at the end of the segment do the little, this is home, this is home. And it's quick, and yes. but it's um, to your, in your mind and you hum it all the time. I and bet. she didn't tell me that until we finished the little interview and she's like, oh yeah, every guest. I'm like, really? You have to yeah, do it. Yeah, so we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've never had anyone like actually say no. They're, they will always they will always say, well, you're not gonna get me to sing, but by the end, <laughs> I'll sing. <laughs> well, it's because of your personality and you just make it comfortable it when somebody's so talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, you couldn't have paid somebody to do a job like you did. It was all personable. You visited yeah. people. You guys had fun, laughed. It was just 
Very good. Very yeah. good job. Thank you for saying that. That's actually like my, my biggest goal with this segment is to make others feel like it's their home. So. Right. Aww. So what all do you feature on that segment? Uh, it's businesses? It's what else? Yes. Yeah. I highlight new businesses, events happening within the community, and people making all of Northeast Arkansas um, excellent. So it's it's really the best the best, really. Right. Wow, we need to take note for that over here. Definitely. That would be fantastic. Well, and everybody loves to have the attention Absolutely. and have the focus yeah. and may not like being on TV, some of them, but you know, hey, it's... How often you... do you do those? So I record, I record three a week. So, okay. yeah. Oh, yes. how much fun. You get to see everybody and meet everybody. How, how do you choose which new business you're going to visit? Honestly, it just, they, I mean, we hear about them all the time. There's always nonprofits doing wonderful events. So there's always something happening. And um, so scheduling them is, is easy and it's fun. So yeah, three, three a week, um, you know, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on what's going on. Right. Great. Yeah. We actually were connected through a um, mutual friend, Sandy Morales, who owns Sandy's bake, uh, catering, mm -hmm. Mexican baking, bakery and catering in Jonesboro. And um, Sandy is just a go-getter. She's probably one of the top caterers in Northeast Arkansas right now and a super she person. Was, your, was that the one with all the yes, food? Yes, that, Sandy that, goes oh, yeah. above and beyond. And her food is as delicious as it looks. So we'll mm. shout out to Sandy there. <laughs> but um, that's how we we were connected. Oh, yeah. I get it. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Now you have to do it all the time. <laughs> True. And I need to bring Sandy with me everywhere I go. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. So, but, um, so... Now this, you've been doing this for, since the pandemic you started. So you were telling, in fact, yesterday, I did not know until your text that you're not a news anchor background. And I did not realize that. So. Not at all. Yeah, I don't really come from television whatsoever. I act, it's actually only been six months since Seriously. I started. Oh, you would yeah. have never known that. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So six months ago, actually, uh, I started this this position and it's it's been wonderful. Um, yeah, I have my segment. I also do Spanish news. So we have it's very it's very little. Um, we do a two minute um, Spanish news segment per week, and so that's actually how I started with the TV station. Um, but yeah, I have a segment, and then um, I also sell digital marketing here. <laughs> okay. Wow! How fun. So then the other part that you brought up in your text yesterday, after you had me sing on your show, you have an opera background. And if I had known that, I would have kept my mouth shut for sure. So <laughs> tell me about, about that part then, because that's very interesting. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I come from so the opera world. That's what I studied. I got in my undergrad um, is in music education. And then I went in to get my master's in opera performance. And then I did doctoral work in opera performance and directing. Oh, and wow. yeah, so that was, that was, I mean, I'm the like walking example, which many of us are, but of how life can take you in a direction that you never thought you would be, you sure. know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I studied and opera. I wanted to be an opera director and um, I sang opera for, for quite some time. And then um, I ended up in Jonesboro because as I was doing my doctoral work in Memphis, 
the, the Arkansas State University contacted me to um, see if I wanted to teach opera there, to be a voice teacher and to be the director of opera. And so I quickly took that position wow. and back and forth uh, for five years. So I was in that position for five years. And then um, I was commuting from Memphis. Then my husband got a promotion at his job and was moved to the corporate office, which just so happened to be in Jonesboro. And well, so then commuting. And then we were like, this is so dumb. But <laughs> loved living in downtown Memphis, but, you know, I was commuting every day and we we're just like, we should just move to Jonesboro. We both work there. So that happened. But then funny enough, um, I left uh, Arkansas State to go to Opera Memphis. So then I worked at Opera Memphis <laughs> for some time and I commuted back to Memphis. And oh, wow. <laughs> and then I and then the pandemic happened and I had a baby. Um, I had a baby during quarantine and everything just kind of, you know, everything's just shifted. And while I was at Opera Memphis, you know, I was still working from home, but I had a baby. And, you know, for me, having a child kind of shifted my priorities a little bit. And I was like, you know, I don't know how much I can do all of this commuting and opera, you know, opera takes a lot of time because there's a lot of performances and during the week, during tech week, especially like the week of the performance, it's like nonstop and you don't really see family. And so, you know, as everything, I was kind of, I don't kind of thinking I wanted to spend more time with my, my son sure. as he was little, I was just looking for something local and this just came up and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So. Well, I think that's great because like you said, and I like I put in my text or say, I love people that have stories where life events kind of take them in directions they never thought they would. Like this podcast, for example, I told Shannon that there needed to be a podcast to highlight all of the talent in this area because there's so many talented people all along the Gulf Coast. And then we've expanded now that we're part of 38 TV to a lot of my contacts out west and then Arkansas. And so it's been fun to have people on, but I would have never thought about doing this on my own. You know, it's like I made the mistake of telling her and then this is what happened. So, <laughs> but uh, it's been fun and I love that. And so your story, when you sent me that or sent that text yesterday, I was like, I had no clue because you're such a natural at what you do and with your segment, you just relate to people and that personality and smile, you, it just draws you in. So I can see where people feel totally comfortable, you know, around you. Yeah. Well, I think that the beauty is that um, what this this position has made me realize is that I was following my passion with opera, but it wasn't actually opera, the art form of opera that was the passion. It was just that I loved the connection to people that I got and serving other people through my art, through the art form that I chose. And it, that just so happened to be the art form that I fell in love with. But I think that the actual, you know, underlying passion was just connecting with people and serving people. And so the fact that I still get to do that uh, with this segment, it's just, you know, it, it fulfills me just as much. Sure. Aww. So then back to the opera part. So that's one of the hardest areas of music I would imagine that there is. So how did you have any family members that were in opera that sang opera or anything? Not at all. So, uh, oh, really? So, okay. 
was born in in Mexico, actually. And so I kind of grew up with a lot of, you know, traditional Mexican music and never exposed to classical music whatsoever. So um, it wasn't until I was in school, like middle school, high school, I started being exposed to that. But it was but I went so I went to college and I went to my first opera. And that's when I kind of was like, yep, this is what I want to do. Like, like gripped me from, yeah, from the very beginning. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So I did. Oh, that's awesome. I, I just can't that. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So good. You know, when I was 15, I did a tour of Mexico. We went to a Mexican folklore opera. And um, I, I just hadn't thought about this in years. And um, it was absolutely one of the most beautiful events that I've been to. It was just magical. And I forgot all about that. But now that you said that, it just, I remember at 15, just being totally, didn't understand a lot of it, but just being totally drawn in to that performance. So, yeah. That's awesome. So now you know how she's got, how she was drawn in. Yeah, it yeah. just got her, gripped her Except good. she can sing, and I just like, hmm, hummed. Yes. <laughs> it was a good thing that I could say, because if I, uh, that would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what do you plan to do with the This Is Home segment? Like, what, do you see any, like, um, anything you want to, like, build it to be more or keep it on the same format? I can't believe it's only been six months. That blows my mind. Yeah. So. No. Um, so there was the... There was a young woman who had this position before and she moved to a bigger market. Um, and so she had she started that this is home segment. And I just I thought it was brilliant. And so just kind of kept that going. Uh, I love I love what it is now. I actually haven't thought about what how would I, I would expand it. But I think right now there's just so much to highlight. And the more I can do that, the better, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's so many, like you said, so many great businesses, people in northeast Arkansas. And that covers a huge area because Northeast Arkansas pulls, like Jonesboro, for example, pulls from like the Boot Hill of Missouri, so much of, you know, Eastern Arkansas, Western Arkansas, our areas west of Jonesboro, also the Memphis area. So it's a huge draw for the local yes, you area. Probably, you probably don't have any trouble finding something to go and talk about or record. Exactly. There's just even, um, you know, because it's, it's all of Northeast Arkansas and I feel like I barely you know, left Jonesboro. So there's right. so much stuff. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I need, I need to um, take her recording, send it to one of our studios here and say, we need this. Yeah. Oh, That'd yeah, be definitely. Awesome. Yeah. What a great um, addition that would be. Sorry about that. Mine fell out a minute ago. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, we'll make sure Paul edits that. Yeah. Um, it's so I don't even know what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you do in your spare time? What do you like to do? Ooh, great question. So I love to salsa dance. That's a big thing that I love to do. Um, Does your husband love it as well? Yeah, not as much. <laughs> That's great. I wish he did. He loves to golf. So we, so I don't love to golf, but, um, but yeah, I love salsa dancing. I mean, I'm, I'm very, so I'm really introverted. Uh, you know, as, as oh, I funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really am. I'm very good. So that's a beautiful thing is that um, it's funny because I don't have any television experience and I don't have any television background, mm -hmm. but being having opera, you know, performance background, it's basically like the same thing, oh. you know, you just have to turn it on. So like being in front of a bunch of people, you know, just having one camera in front of me, 
is way easier to me for some, you know? So also like making others feel comfortable when they're with me. That's something that I've always struggled with. And I know how, you know, I know how to help people. You know, I know when that adrenaline is rushing, how to help them like reel it back and like slow down and, and all of that and doing just like scene work. Um, so that's just like really, I don't know how I got to talking about this. I don't feel like I answered your question. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, no, you, you are. are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was? Was, uh, what do you like to do when you like to salsa dance? Yes, I'm so sorry. Yes, so I do like to salsa <laughs> No, I love, and, I love when we talk about one thing and it leads to all these other because yeah. then we learn so I much. Know. But yeah, what I was what I was getting to was that I'm good at um, putting it on, but I'm a very introverted or extroverted introvert. So right. um, on my my spare time, I love to chill out and read and you know watch some reality TV and just chill with my son. My son is is number one, so just spending time with him is the best. Oh, how old is your son now? He's two and a half. Oh, yeah. so you speak Spanish and English. Yeah, so he's That's... bilingual. Um, so obviously, my first language was Spanish, and uh, I, I, you know, I think being bilingual, being you know, multilingual is really important and a right. beautiful thing. So, um, so yeah, I only speak Spanish to him in the home. My husband doesn't speak Spanish, so he speaks English. <laughs> so, so he gets both. That's oh, good. That's yeah, really good. it is because it's going to help him so much in life, not just school, but life overall. Because you know, I took Spanish in high school and. Honestly, I thought at that time, you're never going to need it, you know, so why, you know, it was just a required course. And I wish now I knew yeah. it. So, yeah. Absolutely. There's jobs out there just for that. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so, well, I have, I'm still floored that, first of all, you no television background. It's only been six months because I have watched some of the other segments and I mean, it's like a pro going in, doing this, and never missing a beat. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I saw that, I thought you'd been doing it for years and years and years. It was great. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, well, um, so what do you see on the horizon for, for you? Are you? Will you ever get back into any opera, any plays or anything? Um. Actually, so it's funny because I thought I would never not be doing opera. And if I ever wasn't doing opera, that I would really, really miss it. Um, I would love to to perhaps direct again. So I love directing opera more than I loved um, performing it. Uh, but, you know, I'm so out of shape now that getting back into like vocal, t- like top shape for opera would just take me months. So I don't even know if I would like ever do that, but I would love to sometime, you know, direct and show and opera Memphis has been just so kind, even though I, you know, I'm not with them full time anymore there. I'm still a part of the family. And so you never yeah. know. Sure. So, and so you taught at Arkansas state for five years in their music department. So what all did you tell us about that too? Because that's something that, you know, we've learned today as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I directed the opera. So when, when we had, we had an opera every semester. So I would direct that. And so we would rehearse, it was an opera class. So it was called um, acting for opera. And then we would put on a performance at the end of the semester. But then I also had voice students. So throughout the week, I would teach privately. So just um, voice lessons. And this was, this is a class, it's called like applied voice. So you would take that class and you would meet with me once a week. And then um, 
once a week we would meet as a group, my entire studio, and we would perform for each other and get feedback. And then um, they have a, a voice lesson that week. And then, you know, the remaining of the days, they would they would rehearse the music and, and come back. Okay. That's interesting. Shoot. Busy, busy. I know. So how big is the, the department, the music department at Arkansas State? Obviously, um, that was not an area that I was in. So when I went to school there. <laughs> Oh gosh, just before you were born, I'm sure. In the, I graduated in, let me see, 82. Yeah. So when were you born? You were, yeah. <laughs> I was 86, so yes. Okay, well, that's when I got my master's. So yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so just a few years ahead of you. Yeah. Just a few. Just a few. I did Not take uh, music appreciation. That was yes. a required elective. Yeah, yeah. I guess back then it was, it wasn't Arkansas, um, well now it's A-State. Um, was it, was it, did it have another name? Well, we were the Indians then. That was before they transferred right. to the Red Wolves, yeah, yeah. But it's still so, Arkansas State yeah. University. Yeah, So. Um, and I, a lot of people call it ASU, and I know they were like trying to rebrand. When I was teaching there, they were rebranding to A-State because, you know, okay, there's yeah. ASU in Arizona. Well, that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't think, I've never thought about that. And I'm. Um, we used to be the Indians, and then we became the Red Wolves. So, Red Wolves? Uh, yeah, Red Wolves. Yeah. So that's right. <laughs> she and, did say what she did. Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny about that is that we live in Murray, Kentucky now, and we're the racers, and we do hooves up instead of, I mean, uh, shoes up instead of hooves up. Shoes up? Yeah. The same same thing, you know, because of the racers' horseshoes, you know, and so okay, okay. and um. So it's weird because like our zip code is 42071, Jonesboro is a 72401. The area code was used to be 501, Kentucky's was 502, then they changed ours to 270, Jonesboro now is 870. So it's kind of like we can't get away from, it's, it's all intertwined somehow. And so I'll, I'll, I don't do it now, but initially when we first moved there, I would do an address and part of it would be legitimate to where it was going. And then I'd throw in a, the wrong zip code or the wrong, you know, somehow I would transpose the wrong something in there. But um, imagine that. Imagine that. I know. I know. <laughs> so you're coming from, from Memphis to Jonesboro. It's not that far. It's like an hour away, hour and a half. And, but it's a world of difference. Do you, do you feel that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um Yes, I've felt it a lot. Um, <laughs> I think that because um, I came from Arizona to Memphis, so I think that okay, was probably yeah, yeah. It was probably when it really hit me that oh, like I couldn't understand the Southern accent for a really long time, and so I would always be like, "I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what?" You know. <laughs> so, uh, so, but now I the Jonesboro accent is different. Um, but I feel like now I've been here long enough that I that I have no problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, my sons were raised in, well, they were born in Jonesboro, but raised in Kentucky. And anytime I go to our farm in Marble, which is like two hours south of Jonesboro and come back home, they used to always tell me, and my wife will still tell me, slow down and speak mm -hmm. slowly. Because I, you know, it's just a fast, you know how it is. It's like everybody's in fast speed talking and yeah. Yes. And my wife is like, slow it down. It's different to here. It's it's a it's a smaller town, a feel than yeah. than Memphis. Sure. So yeah. it takes it's, a while to really like 
make the connections happen because a lot of people here are 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 local and so people you know they go to school here then they go to college here and then they all work here and so they know each other so it's it's taken me a while to to get my networking in there but um but and, i think six months I'm, I'm doing pretty well yeah. and that <laughs> is something too. to say because that that happens the same thing in murray where you it's like you go from 12th grade and then you go to murray state 13th grade you know i'm saying it's like it's just a continuation yeah. so um it's it's kind of in jonesboro is the same way but like you're saying, but Jonesboro has so much to offer. And then with you, you're hitting the Hispanic community quite a bit. So that, and that's growing considerably in that area as well. So that has to be a huge market. And I'm sure it makes them feel more comfortable having someone, you know, that they can identify with. So. Yeah. And that I have to, I do have to say like, that's, you know, one of my biggest, uh, uh, passions is is really connecting with with the Spanish language audience and you know all the Hispanic community in in this in the city so I'm glad that we do the Spanish news and, and I'm glad it's available so I, I I wish more of them watched it but you know it's 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 hard because no what a lot of people they don't think it's Fox or CBS you know it's just English English right. English you get a little bit of Spanish news so well yeah. I think it's neat yeah I think it's neat too yeah. Well, and then you have the bubbly personality to go along with it. That's that's important. Um, what do you think, like reaching that that market? Wh what could be done to to enhance you know, that? Yeah, no, that's a great question because um, so I was the previously the director of education at Opera Memphis, and I always wanted to do events that connected with the um, Hispanic audience. And it's you know I think the only way in my opinion, is is through time and trust, because I think especially with the Hispanic population, they have to they have to trust if they, they have they need somebody to trust. And so uh, it just takes time and trust. And so it has to be done like the hard and long way, you know, right. organically. That's yeah. the best way. Mm -hmm. Just keep getting out there and people hear it and be excited to see you with your bubbly personality. Sure. They're going to just want they'll be attracted to that. Yes. And, and they'll tell their friends. Huh. Yes, absolutely. And don't you see a lot of the Hispanic businesses really doing well now? Because there have been some for a few years, but it seems like now there's more of a, they're more involved and inter intertwined in the community and doing doing yeah. well. So, and Sandy's yeah. a great example. Yeah. What's that? And so Sandy's a great example of that. Yeah. Sandy's a perfect example. I mean, she's she's wonderful. And she really has just kind of, you know, she's done so much for so many years with her bakery and now expanding into catering. So, I mean, the community loves her. So, yeah. And that food, it's just. I saw it on the video. Like, oh, it, it is good. It is good. Usually so, when you go to those things, you get a little sample. It looked like uh, she had a meal. Sandy had so much food. It was unreal. She had enough to, we could probably have fed double the attendance, but she came prepared and wanted to make sure. So that was awesome. Yeah. And I do have to give a shout out to, even though it's not, they're not in Jonesboro. My parents have also a um, Mexican restaurant in oh. New Mexico. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. Aww. All right. Well, good. What's the name of the restaurant? El Faro. And where in New Mexico? So in a small town, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I've heard oh. of, yes, yes. That's cool. What's, yes. 
how big of a place is that? Because I've heard of it, but I've never been there or anything, but it's not a huge town, is it? Yeah. Very, very, very small. Yeah. So I couldn't tell you the population, but I graduated with like a hundred people. So um, yeah, so it's a really small town, but yeah. um, but they have really great hot springs there. <laughs> okay. Well, we may have to do a remote. Yeah. Hey, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Consequences, New Mexico. And Santa Fe is beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, good. This was awesome. I really enjoyed talking with you. I thank learned you a so lot. Much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. And thank you. And I appreciate you taking the time to be on with us today. So uh, we thank you for joining us on Lux Life Discovered. We look forward to seeing you on our next podcast, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, are we through? Bethania? Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.